Hey friend and happy Monday, May 31st. Thank you for tuning into Divine Exhortations with me, Drea. We have come to the end of our Women Bible Study. I hope that you have been able to get a takeaway from one of these wonderful women. And we are just so grateful for their example and their life that we can, you know, pull some gems and really reflect um, and have a little bit of introspection. And so I hope this has been a blessing for you. And I am looking forward to the month of June as I go through a couple of men in the Bible as well. And I do hope everyone had a fantastic past week. Uh, God is good. God is good all the time. And so once again, our total praise and adoration goes to him. And we just thank him for just keeping us and his hand being upon us. Okay, so let's get into our last character Bible study for this month. And closing things off for us will be Anna, the story of Anna. And friends, this is going to be a short and sweet exhortation. I will not be long before you at all, especially with Anna's story only being three verses. Yes, three verses. So this will be... Um, a smooth sailing, quick, but a good takeaway as well. All right, so let's get into Anna's character profile for today. She was a prophetess from the tribe of Asher. She was married for seven years and a widow for 84 years, or she was a widow until the age of 84, depending on how the text is understood. Last point is Anna lived in the temple compound. In chapter 2 of Luke, it's all about Jesus. Luke writes about his birth. He talks about Jesus being presented at the temple. And Luke also mentions Jesus teaching in the temple. And in the midst of all these verses, three verses are dedicated to Anna. Before I get into her story, I do want to give a little bit of context um, first because there was a man named Simeon and he was devout and righteous and his story brings us to Anna's story. And so in Luke chapter 2 verses 25 to 35, um, it was revealed to Simeon by the Holy Spirit that He would not die before he saw the Messiah. He was led by the Spirit to go to the temple and Mary and Joseph were there also. And so they give baby Jesus to Simeon and he holds him in his arms and gives thanks to God. Simeon blesses Mary and Joseph, then shares a promise and a warning with them. And then we get to verse 36 of Luke chapter 2. And Anna is introduced here. And so while Simeon was in the temple with Mary and Joseph, Anna was there alongside of them as well. She begins to give God thanks and was committed to telling everyone about the coming Savior. So now let's read her biblical account here in Luke chapter 2 verses 36 to 38. It reads as this. 
Now there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. Last verse 38. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for the redemption in Jerusalem. Amen. So like I mentioned uh, earlier, this is going to be very quick. Um, and so I just want to share two points. I want to highlight two points about this woman, despite her story only being limited to those three verses. You still get a clear picture of her life and character in this short biblical account. So my first point is I want to look at her strength. I want to look at her strength. Despite her husband's death, she exemplified that even in the worst of circumstances, God is with us. As a widow, she knew pain and experienced loss. As an elderly woman, she did not lose hope. Perhaps it was because she was a dedicated woman of worship, prayer, and of faith. There is no mention of any immediate child or children or family members of Anna, just the one reference of her father. In my humble opinion, Anna didn't have any immediate family members around, and maybe it would cross her mind from time to time. We don't know. We also don't know her exact age or the time of when she began to live at the temple compound. She could have lived there shortly after the passing of her husband, maybe weeks later, months, we're not sure. But I do believe Anna was strong because she had true happiness and content spending her time in the presence of God. It didn't bother her, neither was she worried about the lack of family, the lack of people around her, but she was content and she found joy in the Lord. And so I know a lot of times for us, we look to people or we look to external things to make us happy. And with Anna, we can see that in the midst of her losing her husband and just being a widow, and though she lived in the temple compound, in that culture, she would, she would have been taken care of. So they would have provided food and clothing for her and things like that. But Anna got to a place of acceptance. Anna got to a place where, you know what, despite my lack of I'm going to pour into my God. I'm going to devote and dedicate my everything to him because he is worthy of that. Anna knew that the joy of the Lord was her strength. And my simple message to you today is that, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Where you lack, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Where there is limitations, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The reason why Anna was so strong was because of his strength. 
The reason why you are able to stand on your two feet today is because God has strengthened you. If it was left to us, we couldn't uphold or keep ourselves. We, we couldn't do it. We would fail. We would falter. But we are so grateful for his strength. And that's why Anna was strong, because God was her source of strength. My last point, her commitment. In verse 37, it says this, And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. This godly woman served God with total devotion. She was sold out completely. Anna's close walk with God was shown by her love for Jesus. She made it a lifestyle to be and remain consecrated to her Savior through the discipline of fasting and living a life of prayer. And she did this night and day. Honestly, I don't know if she missed a day or two. I really don't know. But I find it so astonishing that the Bible would mention that about her within those three verses. It speaks volumes of her dedication, her commitment, and worship to God. Lastly, a simple takeaway or reminder from Anna's story is, you can be used by God no matter who you are, no matter your age or situation. And I know we've heard this before, but I do want to reiterate this again, that God has never been concerned with our status, with our age, with our circumstances or inhibitions or limitations. When God sees the willing, available, devoted, and dedicated heart, he is able to use you to be a light and blessing to others. In closing, Anna was not like most women of her time. She chose a different path. More than likely after her husband's death, Anna would have been encouraged to get remarried again and have children. Instead, she chose to stay single. She chose to share her faith to as many people as she could. She chose to serve the Lord. She chose to fast and pray, worshiping the Lord day and night. She chose to tell them the news of the coming Savior, no matter how long it may have been before he actually came. She knew her purpose and she didn't let anyone's opinions or comments keep her from it or sway her. Anna's choice would not only affect her life in abundance, but it also would impact the lives of others. And so I just want to say to you today, stay the course, be committed to God and his will for your life and find strength and hope in him. At this time, join with me as I close out in prayer. Honest and just God, holy are your ways. You are the true and living God. Today we are grateful for life and for your hand upon us. Lord, we just want to reflect on your word today. 
the message you are communicating to us. Despite our age, our marital status, our church titles, our situations, God, you are seeking those who are committed and dedicated to you. You are looking for those who worship you in spirit and in truth. God, you are looking for those ones who will not serve themselves but serve others. I pray that we would position our heart and our mind in alignment with your will and purpose for our life. Lord, we commit our ways and thoughts to you. Help us to remember a consecrated and dedicated life produces a sincere and devoted relationship with you. God, if we haven't fasted or communed with you in prayer in a while, I pray that we would find the time to do so. That we would set some time apart in our day to be consumed by your presence. We do this so we can hear your voice and be sensitive to your spirit and in the process be a blessing to others. We thank you for the life and example of Anna. May we find and rediscover the meaning of a devoted life before you. As we avail ourselves to you, let your will be done in us and through us. In your wonderful name, amen. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Much love and many blessings. Bye. Hey friend, thank you for listening to today's exhortation. I believe you were inspired, challenged, and encouraged today. Because of that, don't keep it to yourself. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, even a coworker. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. Honestly, I feel so special. Let's do this again. See you next week.